0: All right, guys, this is Milan Milan, and this is our second week on why is Jesus the only way? So, as I've mentioned before, it is important for us to discuss other faiths so that when we say run across them through our daily lives, we have something. Um, to express to them, on, we, we know a little bit about their faith to be able to explain to them why it is not um, what they should, um, how they should live, and how Jesus is the only way. I mean, we know our faith, but they can be uh, confusing to some if you don't know much about their faith so that you can combat it with scripture because they'll say things and it may sound good and it's close to the truth and it can almost be confusing where you then go back to your Bible and then you stand on God's word and you see the flaw right in their um, doctrine so we're going to discuss two faiths One is Jehovah Witness, and the other is Mormons or Latter-day Saints, right? Same. Now, last week we did talk about Atheist, Islam, and um, Catholicism. That was part one. If you missed it, please go back and listen to that but this week we will be talking about jehovah witnesses and mormons or they can be referred to as um, latter-day saints now before we get into this study i would like to bow our heads and pray heavenly father i thank you for this opportunity lord for all of the listeners Lord, I ask that you speak directly through me, and it is only your words. You have opened my eyes to these other faiths, Lord, and you've given me such a passion for it. And Lord, I know that it is only you to expose the truth, expose the truth, expose the truth. I thank you, Jesus. For your everlasting patience that you have had. I know one day it will not be. Amen. All right. So, the one thing about all of these walks of faith is they lack true salvation. So, just as last week, Uh, We will be discussing the two. So I broke it down in definitions last week. So basically the definition of a Jehovah Witness is they, this is the part that kind of is like, what? You're not Christian. But they say that they're a Christian denomination with non trinitarian beliefs distinct from mainstream Christianity. I hope you caught that. I'm going to go over it in just a second. And for Mormons, they say they are um, a follower of millennium Christian movement. And it was founded in the U.S. in 1830 by Joseph Smith, Jr. Now, before we really even go into it, I just want to point out, you see how Jehovah Witness, the definition itself is contradictory. How are you a Christian denomination with non-Trinitarian beliefs distinct? Right? You get that word distinct from mainstream Christianity? I don't understand. So you with us or you not with us? Right? And truly, they're not. Okay, but it's just the definition alone was like you already contradicting yourself. So now Jehovah Witnesses they have approximately 8.7 million so I guess this is why one of the reasons I, I was led to because they have a lot of people under this belief system that identify as a Jehovah Witness Jehovah Witnesses as we read in the definition they reject Trinita- Trinitarianism so they do not believe in the uh, Godhead right and I don't understand that but they don't so they also prefer to use their own Bible okay so it is a hundred and forty four thousand that they speak of on how you know only on, only 144 thousand of them will make it right to um, to heaven when 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 they leave this earth but truly, the hundred and forty-four thousand is not referring to the Jehovah Witnesses. The hundred and forty-four thousand, you guys, that's referring to the twelve tribes. All right, of Israel. So, if you go with me to Revelation seven, and it's verses four through eight it speaks of the 144,000 and in one of my bible studies speaking about revelation i covered who the 144,000 were and then also just go back to the word and you can see the 144,000 Jehovah witnesses speak about are not the Jehovah witnesses the Jehovah witnesses are not in our bible as the 144,000 okay they the 144,000 are the 12 tribes of Israel so it goes through that verses again four through eight in chapter 7 of Revelation So Jehovah witnesses also believe that the mortal body is um, destined to stop functioning okay they believe that when a person a physical body stops their soul also stops they teach hell is a state of unconsciousness, where all dead go. And to them, um, in the New Testament word, the word hell is a representative of the Old Testament word sheol or the grave. Um, so even good in quotations, right? Because no one is good. No one is good. Not one. But they say even good women and men end up there. How are you a so-called good person, right? And you end up in Sheol or the grave, which is also the New Testament word for hell. How is that possible? How are you still have followers? I just don't understand this. And their hopes is that God will resurrect them, the righteous, right? Right? And then they also say Jehovah Witnesses' death is their penalty for sin. So there is no eternal punishment, um, according to Jehovah Witnesses. So they believe eternal torment, it violates God's loving nature. No, it does not. It's God's judgment. So Mormons, Mormons believe that they are the descendants of Jacob, Who were led out of Jerusalem at the time of the Babylonian captivity okay (sighs) not true they do believe they have a divine purpose and they were sent to receive physical bodies before coming to earth so they dwell with their spirit um, or heaven father spirit children these are their beliefs they believe they were sent to the world to gain experience learn to distinguish good from evil to grow through their choices that they make um, and they are acted upon in, in mortality so The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints dates back to the 1800s. Mormons also do not ascribe to the Trinitarian beliefs. Okay. So they take the verse from our Bible. John, they say John 3 is in John 3, but it's actually John 1. Three, so they basically are misquoting it. And let's just go to John one three. John one three says, "All things were made by him, and without him was not anything that was made." Okay, this is about the deity of Jesus Christ. All right, this is in our Bible, but they take it and they say, basically, because of this, Satan is Jesus's brother, because all things were made by him. So, yes, Lucifer is a created being. OK, he's a created being. His name was Lucifer in heaven. He is a created being by our God. That's true. But then they twist it and say, because he was He was made, right? He was created by our God that Jesus must be his half-brother. But this is the thing, if you catch it, they don't ascribe to the Trinitarian beliefs. So they don't believe the deity of Jesus. Without believing the deity of Jesus Christ and that, that Jesus is eternal, right? The Father is eternal. The Holy Spirit is eternal, so if you don't ascribe to the Trinitarian belief, you don't believe that Jesus is eternal. You believe Jesus is created by God, not that he eternally existed as one of the three persons. Oh, wait, man, they don't believe that. So the fact that they don't believe that, they then look at it as Jesus is being created, Satan is being created, and somehow in some twisted way that they are brothers. Okay, and we all know that's, a lie from the pit of hell so her Mormons they claim that God was once a man and he progressed to Godhood where he is now exalted immortal man with flesh and a bone body okay and I'm about to pick that apart right now so I hope you got your Bible out, so Saint. <laughs> so we're going to explain in the scripture how God has never been a man. Go with me to Numbers 2, I'm sorry, 23 um, and 19. So chapter 23 in Numbers, verse 19 says, God is not a man that he should not lie. Okay, Neither the Son of Man, that he should not repent. Have he said, and shall he not do it? Or have he spoken, and shall he not make it good? Now, this week I'm going off a King James Version. Okay, So bear with me, please. <laughs> this is the King James Version. Now... That right there lets you know he's not a man. Okay, so knock that out of the water. He's not a man. Never been a man. Okay, God, no, he's never been a man. So then if we then look at how he is a spirit. So now let's just go to John 4, 24. It says, God is a spirit right there the very first sentence god is a spirit and that they worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth oh yes lord now god is also eternal okay god's eternal as i was saying and i know you this. god is eternal so there is no way that he can progress to godhood right because god has always been god God has always been God. I remember his questions back in the day where people would say, well, who made God? Well, wait a minute. If somebody can make God, then, then God could not be the creator, right? If somebody can make something, then the thing that the, the, the something is being made cannot be the creator. So that just makes no sense. Okay. So God is eternal. He cannot progress to Godhood as the Mormons say. So... God has always been God. Look with me in Isaiah 57 15. So in 57 15 it says, For thus said the high and lofty one that inhabited eternity, whose name is holy, I dwell in a high and holy place, and with him, I'm sorry, with him that Also, that is of a contrite and humble spirit to revive the spirit of the humble and revive the heart of the contrite ones. All right. So only one true God. Now go with me, please, to Deuteronomy 4.35. Until thee it was shone that thou mightiest know that the Lord, he is God. There is none else beside him one God and eternally consists of three persons Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit 2 Corinthians 13 14 says the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all Amen let me read that again: the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of the the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Ghost, be with you all. Amen. Amen. So you see, the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Ghost. That's all three, right? one God the Mormons believe they'll end up in one of three heavens but we all know there's only two possibilities heaven or hell so both of these are going to take us to Revelation so Revelation 21 uh, 1 through 4 are the uh, verses that I'm going to use for this one. The Revelation 21, 1 through 4. The new heaven and earth. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things have passed away. That's heaven, okay? That's speaking of the new heaven. Now, hell is going to be Revelation 20, and it's 13 through... were cast into the lake of fire. This is why it's so important for us to speak the good news, to give the gospel, to explain to people their wicked ways. We all have sinful natures. It's only when we submit to our Lord and Savior that we know we are going to heaven. We know that we have accepted his gift, that when he died on the cross and he rose again in three days, that we do have salvation. Without that, there is no salvation. There is only one way to God God. And that's through Son Jesus Christ. It says it. it says it's in the book. I believe it's John I believe it's John 6, 14. And just take a look before I finally say that's what it is. And no. I was wrong. I think I got that backwards. Oh my goodness. I'm so dyslexic at times. Okay. I'm sorry. So it was John 14, 6. I, I get things backwards. Oh, I get, I'm sorry. I get things backwards. John 14, 6. Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Said it. John 14, 6. That's my correction. John 14, 6. I just want to be clear. It's John 14, 6. There is only one way. John 14, 6. So, by someone rejecting the Trinity, right? And the Trinity is God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit. How can you truly accept Jesus? The Jesus of the Bible. Only Jesus. There's only one Jesus. It's not these made-up Jesus that they have made up. There's only one one Jesus. And he was not a created being by God because he's always existed. Jesus has always existed. God has always existed. The Holy Spirit has always existed. Which means they are eternal. They are one God. But this is the Trinity. Three persons. One God. Three persons. So how can you truly accept Jesus for taking on your sins and then have true salvation. Right? So none of these faiths are giving you salvation because you aren't believing in the Trinity to start with. Your Jesus, if you have one, isn't the right Jesus. It's not. Okay? If it's not the Jesus in the Bible, or the Holy Bible, then it's not the right Jesus. So I don't know the walk that you have now I don't know where you are now with your walk in God with God if you don't know him please I implore you to invite him in get to know the one true living God and we say he's a true living God because he resurrected. He was buried for three days and then he rose again. He is not some God that is not living, that does not hear us, right? He hears us. He he sees our cries. He sees our needs before we need them. And and the wonderful thing with this, our God, is that he will meet you right where you are. You don't have to um, do this, do that, do this, and then come to God. Amen. He'll meet you right where you are. Wherever you are, right where you are, God will meet you. All you got to do is invite him. He'll meet you. He'll show up. He will show up. I remember when I was younger, even even myself, um, but I heard other people, you know, we would say, well, I got to do this for I got to do that. I can't go to God. I can't, you know, nothing of that is biblical. Okay. God will meet you right where you are all you got to do is invite them in. so for anyone who doesn't know that they're gonna make it to heaven my prayers for you are just find a quiet spot go to God and quiet right and ask him, to reveal himself to you. Ask him to make himself known. Admit your sins. Express your gratitude towards him. Turn away from your sins. Right To turn away is to repent, to not continue to do them. I'll just read Romans 10, verses 9 through 11. And it reads, thou, That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thy heart, That God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Right there, that's one of the many scriptures about salvation. Confess with your mouth. Believe in your heart. Trust in the Lord. And only the Lord. And that's with everything. Trust them with everything. Trust them with your life. Trust them about your children. Trust him about your finances. Trust him about your dwelling where you live. Trust them about the friends, the company that you keep, who you should be around, who you should not be around, the places you should go, the things you should watch on TV, the things you allow in your ear gates, the things you allow your eyes to see. Trust him with everything. Trust him. Accept him into your life. Because as we just read in John 14:6, he's the only way. Jesus is the only way. John 14:6 I'm going to read it once more. Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Think about it. Pray about it. Come to Jesus. He will meet you right where you are promise he will meet you right where you are he is a true and loving loving merciful God but like I said before just as he is merciful he is also just and judgment is soon to come upon this entire world So I thank you all for listening Lord I ask that if there's anyone who has heard this podcast today and they don't know where they're going Lord I ask that you speak to them Speak to them, Lord, in such a profound way. That you meet them right where they are, Lord. You are true, you are just, you are holy, you are so, so merciful, you're so patient, you're so kind, you're so loving. I ask that you meet them where they are, Lord. and that you when you meet them show them who you are the one true living God and if you are a Christian spread the word because Jesus is coming soon we're told to spread the good news spread it whatever platforms you have talk about Jesus tell someone because it's the loving thing to do truth it's the loving thing to do it's to tell them about a way out of this crazy chaotic world and the things to come and how much love our father has for them Until we meet in the air or the next session, Jesus loves you. Peace.